Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Outspoken with White and Jordan. 100% engagement. It's a total disrespect. Download, stand well back, listen. Jim White and Simon Jordan. I don't see that view. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. I'm Jim White, and today myself, Simon Jordan, and Graham Souness brought you the latest in the world of football. Arsenal are breathing down the neck of Liverpool after a scintillating win against Klopp's Reds at the Emirates. Have Arteta's bottlers returned to the Premier League title race? Meantime, Chelsea have dropped into the bottom half after being humbled at home by Wolves. Could the special one, Jose Mourinho, return to the bridge and be the answer to Todd Bowley's Blues? And 75-year-old Neil Warnock is the new Aberdeen interim manager. We'll hear from him in an exclusive interview. This is Outspoken with White and Jordan. Arsenal yesterday, and I was there. Simon, I've got to say, the Arsenal support yesterday was magnificent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely magnificent. So they win by three goals to one, and they cut the gap on Liverpool to two points. Um, it wasn't lost in Arteta. This was a seismic outcome. Well, we are there, that's for sure. And uh, and we want to continue to be there. And I think we've been really consistent the whole season. If not, you're not where we are today. Um, our game is game by game. Again, the availability of the squad is going to be crucial. Um, and we have learned that from last season. Uh, so let's try to make that happen. So, Simon, I think you used the word, but have the bottlers returned to the title party? Um Look, they bottled it last year. And, you know, ironically, I had a conversation with Les Ferdinand yesterday about Newcastle in 96, and he was quite happy to accept that they bottled it in 96. So I don't think it's unfair to suggest that Arsenal bottled it last year. I, I use the same term. Yeah, and I'm not going to go back from it. Now, the, the, the fact that of the matter is... diminishes them, does it not? Well, it's just a simple fact. Whether it diminishes them or not, it's incumbent upon them to change that perspective. You say bottlers as well? I, I use that term. I think I've used that term about them last year. But that was last year. And you have to say yesterday they were fabulous. Mm-hmm. Deserved to win yesterday. They did. A couple of scruffy goals to win it. You know, the second goal is, is such a big moment in the game to lose a goal like that. You know, Alisson and Van Dyke, someone's got to command that position, you know, sense the danger early and make the call early and it's dealt with. That changed the game because I felt Liverpool weren't really at it in the first half. We're getting into it more in the second half. That happens. But overall, Arsenal are fabulous and deserve to win the game. Yeah. Mm. What should happen in a situation like that, Graham? Van Dijk needs to put it in Rosette, does he? Yeah, well, there has to be an early call. The goalkeeper's looking at everything. For me, the goalkeeper has to make a big shout early on what to do. 
Yeah. Mine or away. Mine or away. Where, where do Liverpool sit in your mind this morning though, Graham? D- should Liverpool still be considered the most likely to dethrone yes. Manchester City? Yes. You know, it's very easy, you know, to, to say this is wrong and that's wrong. It happens in football. You know, you could count on one hand the mistakes that Van Dyke's made in his in his in his in his time at Liverpool. He's been he's been outstanding, superb. It happens. It happens to the very best. They had an off day yesterday. I still think Liverpool are very dangerous and will be the team to beat to win this league because they don't have to play well to win games because they've got a real goal threat. And, you know, you look at Arsenal, they don't have the same goal threat, but but yesterday that I thought they were fabulous. But they haven't convinced you yet no, that no, they could no. go on and win it. I, I think they're in argument. And I think the, the celebrations you saw from Arteta yesterday tells you that was a must-win for them yesterday because they had lost yesterday. They were... Butler would come out again. The season's over. Um, right now, they're back in it. Yeah. They deserve to be. They've, they've been fabulous. What's missing is a 25 goal a season, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, if ever I witnessed at first hand, Simon, fans who are behind their team and behind their manager, I saw it yesterday. Yeah, I, I've never doubted that they weren't. I mean, I saw them last year. And I think a lot of that has to be attributed to Arteta. Whether I agree with some of the histrionics or whether I agree with some of the comments, you can lay that claim over lots of managers. But I think that he has brought a new energy into Arsenal. The players clearly want to play for him. There's no debate there. Um, whether he's made some wide, wide signings, whether Kai Havertz is a good signing, we'll debate that until the cows come home. Um, and you can see the energy that he brings. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's a big game. Liverpool come into town. Yeah. They're top of the league. Yeah. Arsenal know that no, potentially the narrative is going to be their season turns on this. If you're not at it in those games, you're not going to be at it in any game, are you? Yeah. Where are you at with uh, Jimmy Carragher's tweet, Graham? There's Odegaard out in the pitch, horsing about with the cameraman. And Jimmy says, by all means, enjoy it, but enjoy it being disciplined. I mean... You know, why are the celebration police suddenly so prevalent in modern-day football? What was wrong with that? Well, Many Arsenal fans had stayed, Graham, and they were thoroughly entertained by what they watched. It's Liverpool have just been. You know, a lot of people's favourite to win the league. Um, they've played extremely well. You know, they've, they've, the manner in which they won the game. You can imagine in the build-up, the manager would, would have been pointing out, this is a must-win game for us. It's not something you'd ever come out and say publicly. But I think amongst the players, you'd be, you'd be implying that this is a must-win game. And I think the pressure from within the squad, and you could see how happy the manager was at the end of the game. I get it. You know, I, I, I've been there, you know, when you've won a big game. Did you do no, that? I wanted, no, I wanted to ask no, you, Graham, because I, no. I thought that the Liverpool of your time took them in their stride. It no, was expected but, for them to win. And so, but is it just the, well, that's is, the it difference. Just, is it just the character of the that's modern the day football? Is it, this is not a, a team of right. serial winners. I would play in. But all guys teams are doing it now, aren't they? Every time they win a game that's got some some extra yeah. juice in it, is they're that, all at it. Is that because there's that much more hype involved <laughs> yeah. today? So much more, you know, coverage of the game. It just puts pre- everyone under more pressure. But um, I don't have a problem with it. Fundamentally, no, I, I, no, I, no, 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 I, Simon. No, when I was Liverpool and we were we were the team to beat. Teams would come to Anfield. If they got a draw, they'd do a lap of honour. And now our crowd would be applauding them. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they've just beat Liverpool yesterday. Mm. You know, everyone's raving about Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what's up with it? Um, uh, Where where are Arsenal fans' uh, heads this morning after that? Some of them will be pretty sore heads, I'm quite sure. But have the bottlers returned to the title party? I would say yes, they have. On the evidence of what I saw yesterday, they were quite magnificent. Someone like Martinelli, 5.8 million, Graham. 
He's a player. Oh. And it should only get better. Absolutely. I mean, but they've got a, we come back to it, Jim. You could go through their team. They've got some fabulous players. The, uh, that argument will be raised more than once between now and the end of the season. The 60 million is spent on Havertz. Should that have been on an out and out goal scorer? Yeah. If at the end of the year they end up winning the league, what's your Arteta's view? A genius. Your, your view must be that they should have bought an out and out goal yeah, scorer. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you buy Arteta or spend that kind of money on Arteta, 60 million, on what on you've seen him, yeah. sorry, Havertz, and what you've seen at Chelsea. You know, I, I think he was he was mm. modest at Chelsea, and that's being kind. Yeah, and I think that form has followed him into his and his tenure at Arsenal. Mm. I don't, I don't. He was good yesterday, though. Graham, he put himself about big time, Havertz. Well, I, I don't see that in him. Do you? I didn't. Oh, he I, was he I, was I, a workhorse yesterday. I mean, he got Canati booked, didn't he? For how that first booking for Canati that shouldn't have happened. That's he got Canati booked. booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that was a that was a fifty fifty challenge. Both got huddled of each other. The referee, poor refereeing, books them for that. But you're both in agreement that they ain't bottlers this time. Not in the evidence of what yet, you're watching. We don't know yet. Okay, so they're not going to win the FA Cup. You said they choked last season. They did. They bottled it. No doubt about it. They didn't. Man City beat them in two games. That wasn't the reason why Arsenal didn't win the league. It's because they went on a run of form against teams that they should have been able to, mm. to, to be able to deal with, like they did over Christmas. Like they just did over just at recent Christmas. Now, but as might... recently as Friday, you said to Keon face to face the bottlers. Yeah, I, because that's what they've been. Now I've yet to see them do anything else. When they win the league, that will be necessarily a different discussion. But they were they were twelve points clear or eleven points clear at the top of the league. Hmm. They threw it away because of their performances. They got done by Man City in two games. But the other where's the other five points gone? The other five points went to Southampton and they went to West Ham and whoever else they lost during that run. And over Christmas, they turned two games back to back into defeats. So they've got a long way to go. The business that they're in is spending £250 million to improve on last season. If they don't improve upon last season, what are we talking about? And what improving upon last season is winning the league. Yeah. So where are we? Well, let's put it out there this morning to Arsenal fans. Are you confident, or as confident as you can be, that it's going to be different this time around? Have the bottlers returned to the title party? Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. A lot of empty seats, Sam, but um, I think a few stayed here just to boo and jeer this performance. It finishes here at full time. Chelsea 2, Wolves 4. And Chelsea lost at home by four goals to two. The now 11th have lost 10 league games in the season uh, that is more than they have won but more than that with Pochettino in charge there were even sections of the home support at the end chanting Mourinho's name saying they would have him back yes for a third time Jay Chelsea fan would you want Mourinho back good morning good morning gentlemen it's always a pleasure to uh, to hear your dulcet tones um, <laughs> good morning Jay uh, I'm going to blow some smoke up your bottoms just for a little bit, okay? Graham, an absolute legend. I grew up watching you play football. Um, Thank you, Jay. Yes, you no doubtedly would have lived in today's in today's game without a shadow of a doubt. Simon, eloquent as hell. Love it. Love it. Every <laughs> single time I hear you speak, yes, Wordsworth. And Jim, Jim, you're just superb. Period. Okay, That's you can it. stay, Jay. Jay, you're a lovely man. <laughs> you know where we are. Are you related the... to Simon, Jay? Um, um, not that I know of. I'm of Nigerian <laughs> background, but we may have hung out in South London at some point. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Look into this man, Jay, will you guys, through there. So, Jay, come on, your beloved Chelsea. Who, wh- right. Where does the problem lie? Right, where do I start? Okay, then. Um, for me, the the signs were there from the summer with Todd Bowley and the cronies coming in. 
um, taking over the football club, not really knowing anything about football. And then on top of that, taking advice from who we really don't know. You guys have discussed it in the, um, in the studio earlier about where the advice being taken from. In addition to that, overspending on very, very average players. Graham can, Graham can testify to this as far as the midfield. Um, they may be technically nice, pretty, good-looking footballers, but actually as far as, as far as actually doing the hard yards, commanding games, communication, uh, moving the ball in a positive kind of manner, no, it's not really happening. That's just the midfield. Um, attack is pretty much non-existent. Um, I think the phrase... Cows, uh, backside, banjo, whatever. Can't seem to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. defence, as much as I love Thiago Silva, um, you know, <laughs> his, his, legs have, his legs have gone. Wonderful footballer, wonderful technician. What yeah. brilliant. I remember him from AC Milan days. Um, but he's a far cry from that. And you know what? He's done his time. So, you know, mm. wish him all the best, really. But, but Jay, I think um, Graham and Simon were in agreement. Maybe the owners are listening to the wrong people. Do you think that? Yes, certainly do. Certainly do. I don't know who they're listening to. Are they Bill and Ben? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, it, it's just, it's, that for me is where the problem lies. And overexpenditure, I'm not, I'm not necessarily worried about the amount of money that's spent. It's not my money. I don't really care. But, but by, by players that are actually worth it. I'm hearing a lot of talk about, well, it's the current cost of players. You need to spend this and that. I'm sure if you ask Graham, is is, is Fernandez or Caicedo a hundred million plus central midfielder? I know what he would say. And so I'm what do you what do you say no, to no, Jay on that one, Graham? They've not shown that. You know, you have, what you have, Jay, what you have to accept. The big clubs, Chelsea, one of the big clubs, they will pay a premium wherever they go to try and buy a football player. But I just think it was a scattergun approach from from the new owners. I mean, they bought the the little. Left-sided defender from 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 Brighton for about six, about sixty million quid. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Alonso and Chilwell. There. Yeah, Alonso was better than him. Jamie, thank you for your call and thanks for the compliments. Much appreciated, Clint. Big Chelsea fan. So, what, Clint? What's your take on it? Some of them are chanting for Mourinho. I mean, are they serious? Well, I mean, I'm a season ticket holder, home and away. And you got to remember where we've fallen from. When Bowley took over, we were World Cup champions. Champions League holders and Super Cup holders. This guy has destroyed us, and I honestly think it's worse, going to get worse than it is at the moment. I think in the next two years we'll be in the Championship, either that or bankrupt. I just think these people just absolutely have destroyed the club. Uh, Mourinho hasn't got a history of bringing on young players. I don't think Pochettino's getting the most best of them, but there's only one player, I wish James injured, but apart from Cole uh, Palmer, there's no other players at the club. The rest of them are all average players. And it's been like almost like getting a jigsaw puzzle, throwing it up in the air and hoping they're all going to land in position. It's never going to happen. OK, Clint. Now, Clint is not happy with the, the way the ownership have gone about it, Simon. Mm. You've I defended I I the ownership. Shall I tell you where Chelsea were? There's, well, there's James. Shall I tell you where Chelsea James were when they thought it was football Is club? Simon going to admit he was wrong about shall Chelsea? Shall I tell you where Chelsea were when you listen to fans? And the team right now is nowhere near good enough, right? But where Chelsea were was a football club that had an owner that was being sanctioned and the government were taking possession of their football club. And the same Chelsea fans were terrified for the existence of their football club and wondered about this was an existential threat. You had a... A robber baron from Russia that came in, bought your football club, 
bankrolled it, broke the economic system, got away with murders left, right, and centre. And got, super successful. And, and super I know he was, yeah, I, I get all that, right? It gets booted out. So you've got Bowley and his guys. They've now come in, they've paid two and a half billion pounds for this football club. And at this moment in time, in this micromanagement scenario of the last 18 months, they've made lots of mistakes, like all owners make. And in this instance, the team isn't performing at the level. Do I think it will continue this way? Do I think Chelsea are going to get relegated to the Championship? That's bloody stupid. They're going to get relegated to the Championship. Yeah, no, one's no one's talking about relegation. He just said it. The fellow just said it. They're going to get relegated to the Championship. I think he's been a, he's yeah, been he's a been bit ridiculous, of a drama queen. Right? But, but I, I, no one's talking about relegation, but they can't be 10th or 11th. No, well, they can be in the League Cup so, final. Let's see if they beat Liverpool in the League Cup final. See, that's, that's how mad it is. Now, this conversation disappears. But it's a, hot, it's a, hot, a difficult time to be a Chelsea supporter. This is a, this is a club in their recent history where dominant for a long period of time in English football. They've been fabulous. You know, he had a, a business model where it was hire and fire him, but it was successful for the previous owner. But this group of players now have to be better than what they're showing. And that comes back to the manager. I've, I've, I don't know the manager. I've met him once when Spurs were at Wembley. Sat with him for half an hour. I thought, what a really nice guy you are. I can understand why players want to play for respond. you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really nice man. Yeah. But he has to be getting more from the players because they've got to be better than what they're I showing. I met him when he was at Southampton and he blew me away. Some of nice his man. training ground methods, etc. And I've known him for a fair bit. And I really like Pochettino. But, but, but these I players think, are better than what uh, they're showing. You wonder why the players are not delivering for him. Jason, big Chelsea fan. Is Pochettino the right man? Or are you even thinking about Mourinho? No, not Mourinho at all. For me, um, I know it's not gone great. But as Simon just said, it weren't that long ago that we was worried about where we was going to actually... If we was going to be in the league, let alone 10th in it. So for me, it, I think when I've, I've spoken before, I'd said... Pochettino doesn't have a great record in his first season. Um, right. Judge him on his um, second, third season. So, if he gets to that point. And I just think getting Mourinho in is they're on a back, backward step. These Chelsea fans that are asking for him, they're the same fans that wanted him out. So, right. we've got to go with that. So, I, I just think, stick with what we've got because we've gone through every other manager. Um, and then just see out the season and go from there. And my last thing, where uh, you had that uh, other caller who said that Graham would be able to survive in this day and age. Unfortunately, right. you wouldn't, Graham, because you used to put a tackle and take one, and them little pretty boys can't do that now. <laughs> OK, Jason, thank you for that. Sammy, Thanks. what's the best-case scenario in terms of outcome this season for Chelsea? Look, I think it's undeniable that, you know, the body of work that's happened over the last 20 months, I'm not defending Todd Bowley. I'm giving you context behind this. A change of ownership, a change of direction. And all of those guys, buck on those guys, went out on the back of that deal. They had to go out. So it wasn't like Todd Bowley went, I'll tell you what, see you lot later. They went out because that was the structure of the deal that was being done. Right Now, whether he's listening to the right people or not, who knows what the right people are? Ultimately, the outcomes that are showing right now, Liverpool bid cut for 100 million for Caicedo. You conveniently forgot that. So they bought a player at a market value. The fact the player isn't performing, is that on the owner then? That's the owner's fault, is it? Have you not changed your stance or Simon? Be honest with us. You you thought at one stage Chelsea under Bowley and Agbali. Chelsea their stars are not going to win the league anytime soon, are they? In this anytime season. soon. In this, well, of course not. They're tenth in the bloody league. A state in the bloody. You obvious. said they'll win it in the next two or three years. I, I think there's a distinct possibility if Chelsea regain their poise and if they get the right manager in the dugout. And I'm a maintainer of the view that Pochettino doesn't win you leagues. I think he gets you close. I think he gets you a whiff of it. I mean, what, what's he proven in winning the French league? 
And the first league he went, the first year, year he went, and they little won the league. I mean, with respect to the, the league and the Carabao Cup, they win the Carabao Cup. Yeah, fine. They win the Carabao Cup. If they can do that, yes, yeah, sure. All right. Buys so, them a little bit. So, doesn't, doesn't, so in, but, the, in the argument of the village idiot American owner, if he wins a trophy, it'll be diminished because it's only the Carabao Cup. If he doesn't win that trophy, it'll be another weapon to hit him with. But the do you agree with Graham? They're speaking to the wrong people. Well, it depends who they're speaking to. No, and okay, depends. It's blatantly obvious well, they're okay, speaking to the wrong people. Well, okay, well, you wanted to buy Cachado, so someone gave I, him I didn't advice. want to buy him. No, Liverpool did. You're Liverpool. I think right? Liverpool were for the same for dough, a, and he chose Chelsea. That. And he chose Chelsea. Very, Your Liverpool wanted to buy Lavia. He went to Chelsea. It's very... Right? You can't drag Liverpool into... Into this argument, and no, I can because you're saying, I, you're saying I think intellectual they've, they've dodged grain. a bullet. If they were if they were bidding over 100 million quid for Casado, they've dodged a bullet. That's irrelevant because you know you that have now to look at Liverpool. You have, you have to look at Liverpool's history since Jurgen Klopp's been at a football club. They are second to no, second to Graham, none that, in the recruitment. That's irrelevant. You're you're talking about the context of who they've bought and what they've bought it, and they've got people that have been advising them the wrong way. They went for the same players that your team did, and the reasons why they didn't no, go to no, your no, team. Not the same players. They went from one player. Two. So, so go what two. Uh, Two players in the last window, you, and you, they both went to Chelsea. Me. What, what are you actually saying here about? I'm saying, Chelsea? I'm saying that the context of who they're listening to, and the prices that they're paying, are are in line with what Liverpool wanted to do. And no, Liverpool, and Liverpool, well, they no, are Graham because Liverpool no, got the intellectual Liverpool capital. Liverpool constantly get it right. Chelsea have constantly got it wrong by buying the same players. So, you, so you're, you're and linking. What you're now one, saying is Chelsea's failures with linking, these players means that Liverpool dodged <laughs> the bullet. We're interested in. With, with the way they operate, no, I'm not. I'm, they've been fabulous. I'm, I'm pushing back against He's your argument. Right. They went for the same players once, no, twice. Lavia. Lavia. I don't know if they're interested in Lavia. Yeah, they were. Well, so two players then, but you have to look right. at where well, Liverpool want, are two. with the players they've bought in the last decade. To where and there Chelsea were lots of people, in the last lots two of years. people that wanted Mudrick. So, so are you getting off so the point? Three. What is your point that Chelsea point are is, not listening to the wrong people? My point is is that we all listen to the wrong people. It's about how quickly at times you get rid of those people. Right? Everyone does but, it. It's the point is is that you're suggesting that their buying policy is completely flawed, and I'm saying to you that their management decisions and what their managers are getting out of their teams I think, are also compounding the take, issue. Don't take. My opinion on this: the guys, the Chelsea supporters, who are obviously hurting at this. Oh, time. shut up, Bates! I'm asking you a opinion. To a man, to a man, I've said the players ain't good enough. Mm, yes, yes. Well, the players aren't doing See, it. Is still, what they're still want to defend owners, isn't he? No, 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 no. I'm giving a context for argument. They just beat Middlesbrough six 0 in the League Cup, but no one was complaining then, right? The bottom line is, Time. is that Liverpool... Che- with all due respect to Wolves, Chelsea cannot lose 4-2 at home to Wolves at this particular time in the season. Not having spent the amount of money they spent and be 10th or 11th in the league. Oh, okay. At the same time, I mean, you're saying Everton, they might well go Everton, close. Everton can't be fourth from bottom of the league after spending 500 million quid from Mashiri. It's not about what you spend, it's how you spend it and who manages it for you. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now then, we told you earlier that Neil Warnock is back in football. He's been appointed manager of Aberdeen until the end of the season. And first up for Aberdeen, a trip to Glasgow to face Rangers tomorrow night. Neil, good afternoon. How does it feel? Yeah, good afternoon, Jim. Uh, uh, very good, thanks. Graham and Simon's there as well with you, isn't he? I mean, it's just, it just tickled my fancy, really. I've always <laughs> wanted to... Ma- I've just always wanted to manage up here. And, uh, you know, it's a it, historic good club. Uh, my kind of club, really, you know, and, uh, genuine supporters. And I'm looking forward to it, really. Uh, Dave Cormack asked me, would I come and just steady the ship and, and let him take the time picking the next manager, you know? So that's my kind of job, really. I can hear your phone going, Neil. Um, obviously, there's big interest in the, in the decision that you've made. Did it take you long to make your mind up or did you just say right away, no, yeah, I'm doing this? No, I mean, it's, to be to be fair, it wasn't about money because I was offered more money last week uh, in England. But it, it, it's just something that I think when you get to my age, you, I know it sounds silly, but you you want things that excite you, really. And it does excite me. Um, you know, the, the wind is closed, so it's not as if I'm going to be signing anybody. They've got, they were a little bit short in certain areas. But I'm, I just think it's a, it's one of them clubs, Aberdeen. I, I once applied for it years ago. I never, I never even got a reply, really. But it... Even that drove me on to, to better things, and uh, and and I'm, I'm I'm just looking forward to getting stuck in. I mean, uh, it would have been nice to start next week, but uh, you know we've got Rangers tomorrow. So if we if we struggle tomorrow, I'll blame Peter uh, for the preparation. <laughs> and if we do well, if we do well, it'll be all down to me. What's the task, Neil? What 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 they want you to do? What's what's in the minds of the owners by bringing you in? What they're trying to get you to arrest or develop or or build towards? I think they just want. I just wanted. I said to him to David Cormack, just let's try and have a little bit of fun. Everybody's so serious nowadays, and I, I want to do. I want to get the results. I want to. We're still in the cup. I know your big clubs are always going to be favourites, but I think the cup and uh, and finishing respectable up in the league um, is not beyond us. And and that's that's all. You know, he hasn't said anything really. I think he's just relieved that he hasn't got to make a decision, a massive decision, at this moment because there's a lot of changing at the club at the minute they're bringing different members of staff in and you know everything's data proven and every you know so it, it just gives I'm, to be fair Simon I'm just going to enjoy it I'm just going to roll my sleeves up and get stuck in <laughs> you can't, can't say fairer than that absolutely I mean that's, that's the approach that, that Neil has I'm just wondering how you know you look back at the recent times Neil with with the, 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 the ridiculous turnaround that you had at Rotherham, the wonderful success you had at Cardiff, and in times with Huddersfield, and how much this challenge that you've got in front of you with Aberdeen is like those challenges? Well, I mean, <laughs> when I told Sharon, I must admit, Sharon did say, Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> 
she said, you couldn't get any further away from our house. Uh, but I just, <laughs> as, I, as I said to her, I said, listen, he's not that lover. He's gonna be, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to put everything I can into it. Uh, and I'm going to try and give the fans at Aberdeen something to smile about in the next few months. I mean, Graeme Souness is here with, with Simon and myself in studio, and Neil, you're what, 69, 70, mate? Would you, I'm, would... I'm 70. I'm, 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 I admire your um, enthusiasm and your passion for the game, Neil. That's not an easy job, and it's, you know, you're starting it no. right now, the hardest game you could possibly have up in Scotland, going to Glasgow Rangers tomorrow. And obviously I, I, won't, I don't want you to do well there, but please do well beyond that. But yeah. you know Aber- Aberdeen, you know historically, I've always had a good good group of players, and they've drifted a wee bit. Yeah. Um, and, so and I wish you well. It, Remember, it's a team that's won a European competition. Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so yeah, I wish you well. On you go, Neil. I mean, you know, you know what you've got to do. They've won six and twenty-two. Hey, listen, Graham. You've got as most as difficult a job as me working with them two. I know. See, I, I, I'm intrigued when you said a couple of minutes ago you offered more money last week. That wasn't by Talk Sport, was it? No, you hey, not unless you you know something that I don't. Uh, well, there's no money well, left, Neil, because uh, Souness has taken it. Oh, yes. But what have you heard about the place and the bunch of lads? I mean, Graham is right. Uh, Aberdeen Rangers are Rangers Aberdeen's a feisty affair at the best of times. Yeah. Certainly was when you played, Graham. I mean, what, what can you instill in these boys to go to Ibrooks, Neil, and attempt to get something? Well, they've just got to have a go. I mean, you know, nobody expects us to get anything. So, you know, I'm just going to ask them one or two things what I picked up on Saturday and just see if we can get a good, make a good game of it. I don't want to go there and just defend. And, and, you know, I want us to try and have a go when we can. You've got a I goal mean, scorer, a goal. haven't you? Who's the guy up front? Oh, Graham, did you see his goal on Saturday? I mean, his goal at the weekend. I mean, that would grace any league in the world mm. if he's finished. And, uh, and, he, and he, you know... He looks, he, he looks the part, and he, he works hard as well. So, you know, that's not a department. We're a bit short on the wide players and a bit short in, you know, centre-halves at the minute with a couple of injuries. But, um, you know, we, I've not got a, a window to work with, so I'm just going to get on with what we've yeah. got and, and yeah. not moan about it. Well, that was Bojan Mioski who, who uh, opened the scoring against Celtic. Celtic got a point uh, and left with a 1-1 draw. Neil, d- just before you go, many people asking us to ask you, and thanks for joining us live. I know you're so busy at that end. Your phone your phone proves that. At 75, where do you get your appetite from for the game? It doesn't, I mean, when Sharon... I enjoyed Christmas this year with the kids. I didn't miss football at all. You know, they usually kick me out of the house on Christmas Day for a Boxing Day game. <laughs> Uh, and I really enjoyed it with, with, with William and Amy and, and Sharon there, down there. But, you know, Sharon always said, look, if you want something crops up in February uh, and it takes you, you know, then I don't mind if you want a couple of months. And, and that's what happened. I, I, like I say, it wasn't money. I mean, I was offered more in England last week. Uh, I just, it's, it's something that I just fancied it. I, I, I've got a place at Danoon, you know, um, Green Up Morton's my club. Uh, up here. Green Up Morton. Did you just yeah, say you've got, got a place in Danoon? He did. We have, yeah, I've got a place in Danoon, and uh, you, you know, uh, I think we're, I've always stuck up with me and McCoy. Have always had a go against Alan, you see, and so people think I'm that. But I've, I've always supported Green up more. We got we got bricks in the wall there, our family, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's uh, so it's, it's just a lovely area. And I, and I thought, Brilliant. yes, I know it's I know it's a long way and, and and all that, but I thought if I can. If I can try and put smiles on people's faces for a few months, that's all I want to do. 
Neil, absolutely love you for that. Simon, go on. But your, your, your former employee. I, I've already spoken well. to him, but he knows I, I, he'll go up there and do a job. There's no doubt about it. I mean, ultimately, I've had to listen to this morning, Neil, that, that yeah. from Sooness, that apparently you've had to work for two loons because I described Briatori as a loon and Sooness was trying to suggest that I was one too. You've got an opportunity to, to debunk right, Thanks, Neil. See ya. See you, mate. Thanks. <laughs> Neil, good listen, luck. I'm Neil, very best of luck, but not tomorrow night. Hey, listen, Graham, when I first met Simon, uh, I tapped to put a striker up for his and, uh, and he didn't like it. And so we, we, we played him down there and he come to see me and he were aggressive as he were, you know, and all that. Well, uh, but after, after we had a talk, it became clear what he was like. And it, to be fair, he's one of the best chairmen I've ever worked with. He supported me. Please stop like there. <laughs> so shut your traps in this, all right? That's enough now, isn't it? Neil, good luck. <laughs> Neil, well good luck. Done. Good it's luck. a great good story. Luck, well done, mate. Thank Neil Warnock at 75. I mean, Graham. Fair play, Tom. I mean, I, my fire went out 17, 18 years ago. I don't know how he still does it. Yeah. For that job. Yeah. Is not it, not it, for it, being in here. Because it's just longevity. Not, not for being in here. Not for being in here. He doesn't quit things after two or three months. Yes. And I, I come back you, with his tail you, between his legs. I thought you need some help. That's why I'm here. Oh, really? I feel I'm making inroads. Oh, are you? Yeah. Jim, we're delighted to have you. Aberdeen are delighted to have Neil Warnock. And it all starts tomorrow night at iBrooks. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be back tomorrow to bring you the best of the show.